Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Unboxed. I'm your host, David, and today we are joined um, by an amazing group of um, guests. But before we get into introductions, I just want to remind everyone that um, to make sure that you're subscribed if you're watching on YouTube, or if you are listening on the podcast, uh, you can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor, um, and also definitely help us out if you gave a five-star rating and review. Um, so now, without, without much further ado, I will uh, start introducing everyone, beginning with Aria. Hi. <laughs> and Elle. Everyone, hi. Um, and we have Natasia. Hi. And Palisa. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we are joined um, by all these amazing, uh, amazing, great women from uh, Black Women Connect Vancouver, and so we definitely love to hear a little bit more about uh, the organization and anything you may have coming up. Sure. Uh, so as you said, my name is Natasia McClavey and I'm the founder of Black Women Connect Vancouver. And so it was something that was started just casually in 2017 um, and then it turned into what we have now as Black Women Connect Vancouver. And what it is essentially is just a collective of Black women and us coming to empower each other, to inspire each other, either through events or mentorship um, and creating a platform that we feel that is by us and for us to be able to support each other in Vancouver because we all know that our black community is very small so it's just very important to have a group like this for especially for women to be able to feel supported so that's a little bit about Black Women Connect Vancouver and uh, we have an event coming up next week and we're going to be talking about self-care and the aftermath of just the past two weeks and how are we taking care of our mental health and our podcast is going to be launching next month so stay tuned for that um, other than that right now that's all I can reveal <laughs> <laughs> you have a name for the podcast? Yes, but we can't reveal it yet. <laughs> oh, oh, it's top secret. Okay. It is okay. top secret. <laughs> you can tell you can tell me offline. It's all good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll keep it a secret. Um, yeah, well, thank you for that uh, introduction. So uh, basically, we are we want to talk about insecure. We're all insecure fans, I hope. <laughs> Unless, you know, yes. <laughs> what's it, what's this about? Um, so we're all insecure fans. <laughs> And um, they just wrapped the fourth season. Um, you know, very, very interesting ending, um, but we'll, we'll get into that. But before we do, um, I just want to kind of go through the general season as a whole. And um, maybe I'll begin just by getting everyone's thoughts. So how do you feel about, um, how did you feel about the, how, this, this season? You know, uh, maybe I'll start with Aria. Oh, um, I actually really liked this season. Um, I, I really liked this season last season. I didn't like season two yeah. and I liked season one. Um, I thought that this season was so like, for me, it was very relatable because I felt like what happens with Issa and Molly, their friendship happened to me kind of last year. I was like, oh, this is so interesting that they're delving into a best friend relationship and how like, it's not just romantic relationships that there's issues in. Um, so I really appreciated that they kind of really explored that. Um, and then, of course, I was excited about the whole Issa and Lawrence thing at the end, so. <laughs> All right. How about Elle? 
Um, so I really enjoyed this season. I, I, I've been an insecure bandwagoner. Like when I first came out, I was like, oh no, I don't know if I'm about that. Like, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. And then I watched the freaking, and I was like, oh gosh, like Molly's so messy with draw. Like, do I really want to watch this? What? And then, of course, jumping on the Ben Meg and watching it. So season four, I felt, was really good and in-depth, and it built mm -hmm. upon the layers that Issa has been laying for us in each of the previous seasons. And it was like mm -hmm. this whole other lens that we we're looking into. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, I loved it. Anastasia? I felt the same. I think that just as Elle said, there was so many layers in the first few seasons. Like I, I agree. Like season two was really boring. I still don't even remember what happened, but for some reason I just remember <laughs> season two being bad. So I'm like, just read up on it, watch the rest of the other ones. Um, I don't know what it was about it, but clearly I don't even remember. But in, I feel like the season was just very good at diving in depth with different topics, not even necessarily the friendship. I think the friendship became like the base, but then the surrounding relationships that happened when you don't have that one person that you trust to be your stable person's not there. How do you kind of stand up on your own? How do you accomplish your own goals and your dreams when that person's not being your number one supporter? So that's what I really liked about it. And Pavlis. I really liked, you know, a lot of the same things that um, everyone else said. But what Natizer reminded me of right now is that Insecure had a lot of stop and start moments for Isa. And I resonate with that quite a lot because I've had to stop and start moving to Canada. Um, and then just with the whole movement that's happening now as well. But then also stop and start to find like self-care and joy. And COVID helped everybody understand what mel what what mental awareness meant and like checking in with yourself and for them to have the self-care sundays as well i was like ah i'm definitely enjoying this that way too yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's that's true i think um i'm glad you brought up kind of like because i think it was definitely a different experience watching it this year um especially with everything that's going on around like you know black lives matter movement and um you know there's a lot of and you know just the pandemic as well it's just that to have like those 30 minutes every sunday to, or you know whenever you watch it was just like a form of escapism that like really helped um a lot of black people um you know just to see kind of something which doesn't stress you out just to watch something that doesn't stress you out, i think helped a lot so um yeah yeah i know i definitely agree um so you know just starting from the beginning maybe i we can go right into episode one we won't go through like two in detail we'll just cover more of the general things but uh beginning in episode one um we're continuing i think from the pre end of previous season season three with um condola and lauren starting there I don't know if it was a relationship or they were just kind of hanging out, situation. Up. I don't know, situationship. Yeah. So, you know, obviously they had something going on and we pretty much find out in, Issa finds out in episode one, right? Um, she finds out that Condola uh, mm has -hmm. seen Lawrence from yeah. Tiffany. And so, you know, that ice is broken. So how do you feel about that dynamic? Like, is it, was it something that was a bit uncomfortable to watch? Do you feel like, let's say you were to put yourself in um, maybe condola shoes and you figure out like, oh, this person who I'm now becoming friends with is dating or used to date my current 
fling or you know whatever they were calling each other is that something you would have been comfortable with i've been in both of those positions so yeah it was uncomfortable to watch okay i think but i think i'm the same i end up just trying to be as friendly as possible because isa had a greater mission that was not to be like if she didn't have her blog party and needed condola's help she wouldn't be friends with his current girlfriend mm. and same with the other way around so it's always awkward yeah what do you think, Arya? Uh, yeah, it was it was awkward, but I basically I agree with whatever Natasia said. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no one wants to be friends. Like I don't like I'll be nice to the person, but I'm not trying to look for a new friend in someone else's new partner or the yeah, other exactly. Way You're not trying yeah. to like be like, oh, this is my new best friend. You know, like there's yeah. definitely boundaries you have to. But I think honestly, I think that Issa actually navigated it pretty well. Yeah, I thought I thought that she was quite mature about it and uh, respected boundaries and tried to keep open communication and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I I also think to Issa like working through that and pushing past it with her goal still allowed her to be like Condola's still a great person and I don't mm -hmm. want to be petty or messy exactly and i want to be mature and i'm recognizing this girl's dope like why wouldn't i kind of want to build some sort of friendship even though there's boundaries set yeah. i felt really mature about isa in this season one of like previous seasons you're like what are you doing so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it was really great because for the first time we didn't see a cattiness yeah he mm -hmm. like her being so obsessed with lauren's that, you know, even that relationship would be in jeopardy or that, you know, she's so insecure about who she is that she has to sabotage that in a way. Uh, it was a little bit weird for them to talk about Lawrence. Like, I found that a little bit weird. Mm. But then I was like, you know what? We're all humans. Yeah. Uh, break the ice sometimes. We'll lean on the uncomfortable things uh, in a funny way. But it was good to see, I think, overall in the, in the, in the show, just women working together. Um, and even in that situation, it not being a way to compete against one another. You were able to remove and, like what else said, understand each other's strengths, move mm -hmm. forward, but then also set the boundary like, cool, we don't have to be long lasting friends. You know, you're a great person, but it's not going to work out. Yeah. 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 I think, I, I think definitely um, in the beginning, they, Condola was, she seemed like a cool person, you know, at least in the beginning. And they generally were trying to make it work in terms of like Isa, her and Isa's friendship and also their like partnership with the block party. Yeah. Um, even when Lawrence, it was a little bit awkward, but I actually liked her. Yeah. You know, I thought she was pretty cool. And I actually wanted, um, and Lawrence to like make it work and I don't know I because you know I'm gonna confess like I'm, I'm, Lawrence, I'm Lawrence Hive I'm Lawrence Hive like I'm gonna I'm you know I might be like unnumbered like I'm definitely I'm pro Lawrence everything like yeah I, I'm, I'm all about him you're a guy <laughs> no like I listen I see I see myself in Lawrence that may be a negative thing but maybe a positive thing I mean um, explain yourself what do you it's, just, it's, it's called it's called being a human being, Natasia. No, like, but no. It's just, what do you mean? No, you see yourself nobody's in, perfect. Is there a character? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying is there like a characteristic about Lawrence that you're like, oh, I see this part of me in whatever. He's just trying to be a good guy, and he just ends up in he just <laughs> ends joking. up in situations which um, 
are a little bit like are difficult and precarious like he has to balance different things and so um yeah like when he was introduced to the show of course he was kind of a bum and like he wasn't doing anything for himself but he was genuinely trying and you know i didn't i wasn't a fan of isa cheating on him i know he was I know we don't have to argue about this. Been arguing all the time. <laughs> but he was trying. He was trying, and he was trying to like get his life on track. And so I see myself in him because, like, in in I I feel like in in media I like that they presented him as this nuanced guy who like yeah. makes mistakes, has flaws, like everyone, but was generally trying to like find his foot his foothold in the world. So that's why I was rooting for him. Just as I'm sure a lot of women root for Isa cuz Isa is not exactly, you know, <laughs> Miss Perfect out here. She also has her flaws. And so, you know, I I, I see it. So I wanted her um, him and Condola to make things work cuz I like Condola. Yeah. Um but yeah, you were you were going to say something entirely. No, I agree with you. I wanted them to work too. So I'm not, I think Arya stands alone in them. <laughs> not being together. <laughs> because it makes more sense because I like, why would Lawrence and Issa try to make something work that they could tell, like they just went back because there was history. They didn't go back because it was like a foundation for them to be together. So to me, I wanted them like Lawrence, and, but he was still trying to see what would have happened with him and Issa. So it was never no. going to work with him and Condola unless he figured out that part of him. I would like to say that um, when Condola was sort of introduced to the show, I actually was Team Condola because I was like, "This is the first girl I I felt like that that Lawrence had dated that was worth his while, yeah. or like that was you know that wasn't messy, that had her life together, all this stuff." But then as soon as she had this whole, as soon as they had their dinner party, I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I actually didn't think like I. At the beginning of this season, I didn't think that they were going to put Issa and Lawrence together. I actually thought that they were going to put Issa and Nathan back together, mm -hmm. or at least kind of hint at that. Mm -hmm. So I was actually surprised when they did put them back together. So I, I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we go into um, episode two, and um, we begin to see more of... Um, kind of the dynamic between Lawrence and Condola and Isa. So Lawrence, Lawrence, both, Isa seems to be the common denominator because both of them were uncomfortable with her presence in that circle. You know, um, Condola was uncomfortable with the fact that uh, Lawrence and Isa used to date. And then um, uh, Lawrence was uncomfortable with the fact that Isa and Condola were getting close as friends because he didn't want you know, he didn't want the stories to start coming out and he didn't want Condola to start finding things out and that sort of thing. So who do you think was like, uh, maybe Palissa, who do you think was the most justified in like feeling a certain type of way about Issa? I mean, I definitely think everybody's justified in feeling that way about themselves. But I think also the reservation for Lawrence to not want the information to be shared is understandable in both ways, right? It's understandable because you don't want whatever Issa's perspective is to taint what Condola's perspective is going to be of you. But it's also like you have to think about what are the things that you don't want to come out and have you grown from those? Because even if those confront you in your new relationships, you have to figure out whether or not you've pushed past that. So even if Issa says, do you know that he was on my couch for, you know, three years or whatever, trying this app, 
And then Condola's like, oh, so you were a bomb at one point. You can either say, oh yeah, I was. How dare you focus on that? Or be like, yeah, I totally was, but mm. now I'm here and now I can support yeah. you in this way, right? This kind of two yeah. ways to look at it. And I think that's what it seemed Issa's character balanced is the way to think of, you know, Condola as somebody who's having relations with her ex, but to also then understand the other side of her. So I don't know. I think they were both justified, but you know, I'm a woman. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so L, L, do you think that, um, uh, do you think Lawrence should have just put every, all his cards on the table with Condola and instead of having to worry about what Issa might tell her just to, say okay i'm just gonna get ahead of it i'm just gonna tell her that like i was sleeping on the couch i did i was you know unemployed i you know this this and this and this happened you think he should have just like told her everything so he didn't have to worry or do you think he was kind of like no like let me let me play this play this cool like and just kind of keep things as they are i think that i understand why he played it cool for him to lay it on a lay all down the table would have been like kind of like quickening up the relationship and it wouldn't have been organic right it wouldn't have like the getting to know you in their own special way versus like mm-hmm. i'm feeling forced like i have to tell you because now you're friends with my ex i i, I understand why he was like uh i want to keep my shit my shit and then tell you on my own time and that's yeah. why you know, like that tension, I don't think it would have been to their relationship's benefit if he had just like, well, like all at once. And that's not what I was saying. Just to clarify, I don't know if you thought that that was what I was saying, but what I was saying is he should have been open to that coming nonetheless. Like he should have been so secure in his own growth and development to be able to have that question pop up, whether or not it was him laying it on the table or if Condola randomly found out because started texting with his mom or whatever i don't know yeah People, that's, what I, mean, that's what I mean too like news yeah and then like that's what i mean like it coming out organically like it may not have come from isa it may have come yeah. from his siblings or his friends you know what i mean like to to say all of it all at once it wouldn't have felt organic in the relationship but but natiza do you think that um that kind of the fact that he wasn't super forthcoming about their relationship um, when Condola found out that they they dated, kind of caused created some like seeds of uncertainty in Condola's mind um, yeah. because she kind of had to almost she could see that there was a little bit of tension there, and she at the because it's always an uncomfortable thing, right? Like anything that has to do with exes is always uncomfortable. So, do you feel like it affected her ability to like? truly commit and like enjoy whatever was developing between them yeah I think because it was so early on in them getting to know each other and then she finds out through someone else that they were together and it was like a mutual friend of theirs so it's always uncomfortable when you have to find out and then you have to like ask the person about it so I think it it just always puts you in an awkward situation and so it kind of is like how much do I share now because maybe he's not sharing and then you just go through that weird kind of function like you just kind of try to like move your way through whatever that awkwardness is but then at the same time he was like don't tell her I met with you to Isa like do you know what I mean and so then yeah. that kind of is like why do you like so then I'm like what else do you have to hide like if your story is not that bad why are you telling your ex not to tell your new person that you met up with her to discuss 
your relationship. Like, I don't know. It just was like, to me, that part, I got what he was trying to say. And I think that he had to tell his story himself to Condola. But to say, like, don't tell her I met with you, then Lisa had to end up being like, well, I just saw someone yesterday. Like, she had to pretend she didn't see him. And then it's just, what if that comes out later on? Then it's like, well, why would you lie about this? And then you lied that you did a date for her. Like, it just becomes this, like thing and I think that's why later on in the season we see like her be like what is your problem because it's like all these things were building up and he just kept like not saying things for her to like get a full picture of what their relationship truly was like I don't think she she even knew like how much like they were going to get married they were going to do they had their life planned out it just kind of looked like they dated for a long time yeah, they dated for what, what was it? Five years? Like five or? years, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's not an insignificant amount of time. So, exactly. um, you know, I, I can understand why Condola probably felt a little bit kind of sketchy about it. Um, yeah. So this is also the episode where we kind of start seeing, or do we agree this is kind of where we start seeing more cracks in Issa and Molly's friendship? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what what were some of like the earlier signs? Or do you think it was something that was coming from even the previous season? Aria, what do you think? I feel like with that kind of friendship, it's really small things. I think where there's like a, a little comment that's made or a tiny little dig that's thrown in here or there. And it's it's kind of it's not really about the specific digs here or there. It's 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 kind of the fact that it builds up. And there's things, there's hurts and there's things that they're just not really discussing or ever addressing. And that's why they're making those digs. But then, you know, it's, it's, it's almost sort of so subtle, but it's so there. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like a look or it's like a side look somebody gives behind the other person's back. Or, um, so they've been building on it for a while. Or the fact that, you know, they're sharing less and less with each other. Or they're lying mm -hmm. about like little things to each other, um, making less time. Although all those things, you know, were things that I think they're trying to build up towards the block party. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm probably like captain of the Molly hate club. Like I can't stand Molly. I think Molly is like one of the worst humans ever on. T She's probably one of the worst humans on TV ever. Like I just as a I think it, 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 villain. She's not a villain. What did she oh, do yes. to you? She's, she's not a